I, I just think being foolish is quite fun. I mean, do we really need wisdom? Do we really need all this sort of good talk? Can't, can't we just be a little foolish sometimes? Because, <laughs> 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 you know, like fools despise wisdom and instruction. I mean, why, why do we need wisdom and instruction? Why do we need somebody Hello, to tell Jeff. us? Jeff, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, like, but disgrace, like, like, what's wrong with disgrace? I mean, fools get disgraced, it says in the Bible, but really, what's, what's the problem with all that? You know, we can just live through it all and be, be a little bit, um, you know, just giving a little bit. But the wise will inherit honour. But, you know, it says a babbling fool will come to ruin, really? I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, people just go on and on and on and on Are and on. Are you babbling now? The lips of the righteous feed many. Yeah, but I reckon doing wrong is like a joke. I mean, it's funny, isn't it? When you do something wrong and you laugh at somebody's misfortune. And it's kind of hilarious when someone trips over you. <laughs> yes, but however, wisdom is pleasure to a man of understanding. I don't know. It says that the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, and I reckon that's true. And yeah. a wise man will listen to advice. Are you listening? <laughs> but the heart of fools proclaims folly. I don't know if that's true. I'd like, you know, it's a bit of fun, really, isn't it? And a prudent man conceals knowledge. But I like flaunting my folly. I like being foolish. I don't like everybody to see that I'm a big fool. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise. But the companion of fools will suffer harm. Got him. <laughs> I've got him. What about the mouth of the fool comes a rod for his back? What about the folly of fools are deceiving? What about the simple inherit folly? And the prudent are crowned with knowledge. But do I really want knowledge? It's just the folly of fools brings folly. What does that even mean? The crown of the wise is their wealth. But the mouths of fools pour out folly. And the tongue of the wise condemns knowledge. But a fool despises his father's instruction. Do I really need to listen to what my parents say? And whoever heeds reproofs the prudent. Ah, oh, but folly is a joy to him who lacks sense. And the heart of him who understands seeks knowledge. But the instruction of fools is folly. What's wrong with that? And a man of understanding walks straight ahead. The eyes of a fool are on the ends of the earth and every fool will be quarrelling. I like a good argument. I like to get and wrestle with people. The uh. discerning sets his face towards wisdom. But whoever trusts in his own mind is a fool? Is that really true? No. Whoever walks in wisdom will be delivered. I think I've been God.
has my hair? Full hair? Thank you, Adam. Give him a hand. Right through Proverbs, you might be thinking, why am I talking about fools and foolishness? Well, if you've been reading through Proverbs, you would have come across, the fool does this, the wise does that. The fool does this, the wise does that. Does that mean that people are either fools or wise? Because I reckon I'm pretty wise. And when I read through that, I go, yep, yep, I've got wisdom. You know, so like Proverbs 18, 118. Sorry, wrong, wrong part. Proverbs 133, whoever listens to me will dwell secure. I reckon I'll listen to God. 335, the wise will inherit honor. I reckon that's me, don't you think? Proverbs 8.3, oh, simple ones learn prudence. I've learned prudence and discretion along the way. Proverbs 10.8, the wise of heart will receive commandments. I listen to people. I'm, I'm pretty good with that. Wisdom is a pleasure to a man of understanding. A prudent man conceals knowledge. A wise man listens to advice. I read these things and go, yeah, do you do that? That's me. Look at that wisdom. I'm listening to this. The lips of the wise will preserve them. Leave the presence of a fool. The wisdom of the prudent is to discern his way. Whoever is slow to anger has great understanding. I read these things. I go, yeah, I'm in the ranks of the wise. Anybody else read it like that? <laughs> you affirm how wise you are whenever you read them. The discerning sets his face towards wisdom. I do that. Better is a poor person who walks in integrity. It is honor for a man to keep aloof from strife. On one reading, it's easy to be self-affirming about the fools and the wise, isn't it? But the reality is, when I read this, I think, oh, when I really let these words sit with me, I think I'm not wise. There's so many foolish things that I have done or continue to do, if I'm honest. And Scripture is like a, a lens that sort of highlights you and, and uncovers you a little, if you let it. If you don't just skim over the bits that you think you are and you actually let sit under the Word of God. Just this week, <laughs> just this week, Proverbs 18.2 says, A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. I read that. Oh, if I'm really honest with myself. Six months ago, Ro and I decided to sell our big car and, and buy a smaller car and ordered a car, and, and as you probably know, it takes a while to order a car these days. And that was okay. All right, didn't take six months. The car arrives, and we go to pick it up, and it was the wrong color <laughs> inside. And we go, hmm, wrong, you know, not quite right. Oh, apology, apology, apology. It's all right, we'll, we'll sort something out. I go, okay, you know. I'm pretty, I'm pretty accommodating with people who make mistakes because I'm used to me, right? 
It's not like I can really get angry or really frustrated because it's the situation. But they said, here's the car and here's the date. It's going to be there before Christmas. All good. It's on the boat. Have you ever heard people say that? It's left, it's left Japan. It's here. It's coming. It's in Melbourne. We can see it. We've got it. It'll be done before Christmas. Great. We can continue with our Christmas holiday plans and drive a car with air conditioning to Queensland. Fabulous. The phone call. Uh, there's some problems in the port. Some problems in the, yeah, okay, okay, it's going to be delayed. Okay, okay, how long? We don't know. And so I put up with it and they very generously give us another car to take to Queensland. All good. But week after week after week, it's like, and I'm getting a little, well, it's just a car. It's a first world problem, right? But I'm getting a little annoyed because well, I just want to get on with, I don't need any more decisions in my life. I just need to have this thing. And I start to express my opinion to the dealer, this poor guy who's trying to juggle everything. And I, and I did. I actually said, look, you say Monday and I'll be there on Monday and I really, really want it and, and I'm a bit, bit over this. And I, and I got off the phone and I thought, oh, Jeff, you're getting a little bit, it's not quite polite. I'm not just the pastor of a local church. I am supposed to be kind and generous and loving. And then I read in the paper the next day, here's the headline, okay? Total ship show. Ship show. (laughs) Total ship show. Quarantine crisis deepens. 60,000 new cars stuck at sea. More than 60,000 new new motor vehicles are caught up in a quarantine traffic jam on a scale never before seen in Australia. I'm like, oh, no, he's actually telling me the truth. (laughs) There is a quarantine issue and some little bug has come into these cars and there's some issue. And there's (laughs) these pictures of all these cars, boats, 6,000 cars on each boat lined up trying to get into Port Melbourne. And I go, oh, I've been so harsh on this guy. I'm sorry. A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. Fool. Do you want another one? Just, you know, it wasn't hard to choose. Proverbs 15.5, a fool despises his father's instruction, but whoever heeds reproof is prudent. Can you see the parallel? A fool despises his father's instruction, but whoever heeds reproof is prudent. Now, my father died a long time ago, but I have a father-in-law who has lots of wisdom. And uh, we're using his camper trailer for a trip one day. And he said, look, we've just got some ribbons tied up on the back of the steps. So the back of the camper trailer has these steps that fold down at the back, right? And you can just see the foot of the steps if you look at the rear vision mirror when you drive off, okay? And if you haven't put the steps up properly, the steps are just going to bounce up the road. And so he said, look, so that you can just really check that the steps are actually up and tied up, just tie a little red ribbon up there. Who ties ribbon? (laughs) That's ridiculous. I don't want flags hanging off the back. Of course I'll check it. Of course I'll be okay. I don't need that. So, so we're um, 
driving on the road in Queensland one day. And this truck pulls right up behind him and flashing his lights. I'm going, what, what is it about Queensland truck drivers? Right up hard. Anyone Queensland truck drivers here? Flashing his lights. I'm thinking, just, just overtake me. I know I'm going slow, but honking his horn. And then he kind of overtakes me. <laughs> He's done this. <laughs> I go, what's wrong? I think, oh, no. And I look for the little flags. They're not there. I can't see the steps. And so for about probably an hour, I reckon, the steps have been bouncing <laughs> on the highway at the back of the camper trail up there. So, oh, if only I had listened to my father's instruction, father-in-law's instruction, which is worse. Let's be honest. <laughs> Fool. Fool. And I started thinking, what? I've been trying to apply wisdom. I read these amazing things every day. And I think, yeah, I should do that, and 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 then I'll be wise. Ever gone that? But what happens if you can't? What happens if deep down you're actually a little foolish and selfish and independent? Here's the answer. Proverbs is not meant to be a list of go and do these things. Because you'll find pretty quickly that you can't. You'll get short pretty quickly. If you're just applying ideas. Here's, here's what it's supposed to be. It's to bring you up short. It's to highlight the fact that you are a fool. Apologies. That you haven't quite made it. That you're on a journey. That there's still work to do. It's not meant to depress you. But it's not make you feel self-righteous. Thinking, yeah, I'm pretty good, aren't I? No, it's supposed to go, my goodness. Real people, real relationships. I've hurt real people. I've said stupid things. I've, I've not listened to advice. What's my road ahead? Is it to try harder? No. This is the beautiful thing about the gospel. It's not a try harder gospel. It's not that I've got to, oh, no, okay, now I'm going to really focus on listening to my phone. No, no. It's actually to come to a point of knowing the person behind the wisdom. Now listen to this. Wisdom is both a pathway and a person. Walking down the pathway is great, but you'll find pretty quickly that the pathway gets a little bit overgrown and you can't do it. So you need the wisdom of the person behind the wisdom, whose name is Jesus, by the way. And he will give you the wisdom you need. But he does it through surrender. He does it through you and I coming to a point of going, I can't do this. This is, this is way beyond me. You think I'm supposed to be doing all these things and this, this huge list of things about foolish and the wise? You think I'm supposed to do that? You come to a point where you go, you know what? I can't. It's too hard. And Jesus goes, tick. It's exactly the place it's supposed to be. When life gets too hard, when situations get too hard, it's not about trying harder. It's about surrender and to know the pathway. Listen to this verse, Ephesians 1.16. Paul prays to the Ephesian church and says this, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers 
that the Lord God, sorry, the, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of God, glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Jesus can give us the spirit of wisdom. Not trying harder, but surrender. When you and I come to a point with Jesus and to say, Lord Jesus, I need your help to do my life, my work, my marriage, my kids, my relationships, my neighbours. When you come to a point where you think, I can't do this in the way that I see in the Bible, you are on the home stretch. If you read this stuff and say, I'm just going to try harder, you will get worn out and burnt out. But if you surrender and say, Lord, I can't, but you can. All you've got to do then is follow. Follow the person of wisdom. And as you walk, he will give you the wisdom you need. You see that? As you journey down life and you hit up against things, it's like the spirit of wisdom that Paul talks about will be inside of you and you'll know what to do. Because the Lord is my shepherd. He's not the lawgiver. He's not the director from the side, is he? Sheep, I want you to go from that pasture to that pasture. And on the way, <laughs> by the way, there's a pretty big dip and some blackberry bushes and a big hill. <laughs> Off you go. And, and here's the instructions. <coughs> God, it's not like that. My Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. That's the shepherd. As you follow the shepherd, as you listen to his voice, as you feed off his wisdom and his power to employ his wisdom in the journey of life, through surrender, you will find that your life goes from strength to strength. You will find that you will be wise. You'll find that you will have the right words you find that you will have the patience and the instruction. Not because you're trying harder, but because you know the one who gives you wisdom and you listen to him. Can I get the muses up on stage as we finish? I want to take a moment. It's a pretty short, simple little message. Here's the standard. You can't do it. Here's the help you need. That's the gospel, by the way, in a nutshell. Here's the standard. You and I are just humans, beautiful people, but fallen. But here's the help you need to cover the gap. I don't know where that gap is for you this morning, but I know the one who can give you help in the gap. I don't know all that you're wrestling with, but I do know this, that whatever the rest, whatever the hardship, whatever the hurt, 
whatever the need for wisdom, it is wrapped up in a person, the shepherd. And his name is Jesus. Would you close your eyes for a moment? And I want you to picture Jesus the shepherd. He is the lover of your soul. He is the author of your life. He knows you intimately. He knows you backwards. He made you. He made every part of you from the inside out, and He loves you dearly. <laughs> he looks at you and smiles. He goes, there's my son. There's my daughter. You might not feel loved. You might not feel worthy. You might not feel like you deserve it. But none of that matters to Jesus because you're His child. And He is your Father. All he's saying to you this morning is follow. He says, come follow me. Come follow me. Listen to my voice and receive my wisdom. And receive the power that I give you through the Holy Spirit to walk in wisdom. It's not of your own strength. If you've reached the end of your own strength, you're just in good company. It's a good place to be. But don't stay lacking strength. Call out for the one who gives you the right strength. So just invite Jesus right now into every part of lack in your life. Every part that you need wisdom. Every part that you need strength. It's the Holy Spirit of life now that comes and gives you that. Just say, come in, Holy Spirit. Give me the life. Give me the wisdom. Give me the instructions. Give me the directions that I need to walk this path of wisdom. to live the life that honours you and it actually is good for me. Just invite him into your world. Whether you've known him for years or decades or you've never known him, just say, come Jesus into my life and help me live the life that you want me to live. Jesus, come. I'm praying for every situation, for families and marriages and businesses and and things that need your help and structure, to relationships, to neighbours, friends, to, to world problems like Ukraine and Turkey and some of the things that we can't even begin to solve, Lord. We know that you are one who leads us and guides us. Come, Holy Spirit, come and be our power and our strength and our refuge and bring peace. When you lie down in green pastures, He restores your soul. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, He's with us. Receive His life in humility this morning. Lord Jesus, bless every person, every situation. I thank you for your wisdom and I thank you for your strength.